The following is a message from Parkview Church in Iowa City, Iowa. More information about Parkview is available at www.parkviewchurch.org. It's my honor and privilege to introduce to you our, our speaker for the day, um, Pastor Ying Kai. And I, just to tell you a little bit about him, I just want you to know that he's a man of exceptional humility before God. Um, he spends a great amount of time with the Father in prayer. Um, he searches God's words diligently, and he obeys God's word. And as God's word promises in John 15, 5, that when we are connected to the vine like that, we will bear much fruit. Um, I'm so glad that you're here today. We also have a chance this evening to spend time with Ying Kai from 6 to 8. You don't need to sign up. It's completely free. We have childcare arranged. Um, if you can't come to that, but you want to know more, he's also got a book, t for t Training for Trainers. And he didn't ask me to, to say anything about the book. I've, I've read it, and it's extremely practical and useful. So welcome, brother. Thank you. Thank God that us can worship him together. My wife, Grace, and I, we were missionaries. We served with IMB over 21 years. Our first time we served in Hong Kong, we were church printers. In that time, during that time, we followed a very traditional way to share gospel. And actually, during that time, every year, Grace and I, we personally, we can lead around 40 to 60 people become Christian. And uh, every year, we can start one new church. So we think our, our work is okay, you know. But in year 2000, when God moved our heart to move us to China. When we just arrived over there, our new area, the three cities, we just find out three cities population over, five, over uh, 20 million. The population is a large number. So in that time, our mission organization asked everybody prepare a three years master plan. And uh, during the master plan, we need to put the innovation over there. That means the innovation, that means the end of three years, how many people we can lead them become a Christian, and how many churches we can start. So Grace Anna, we talk about before in Hong Kong, three years, not over 200 new believers, only three churches. But in here, we face over 20 million population. So in three years, how many people we can lead them become a Christian, and how many churches we can start. And, uh, over that time, there have a sentence on the wall in our training center. It's very touched my heart. The sentence talk, uh, said about that. Today, how many of my people in my city can listen to gospel? Today, how many people in my city can listen to gospel? Very touched my heart. We really don't know what we can do. We think if in three years, we're still only, 20, only 200 new believers or three churches, how we can face over 20 million population? The number too small. So every day we study Bible and then we pray. We ask God, please give us the best strategy we can use in our ministry. Every day, every day. Until one day in midnight, suddenly we find out the best strategy it is in the Jesus Great Commission. For Jesus Great Commission, from my childhood, I can memorize the Bible words. Even I can sing the Bible words, like singing a song, the Bible words. But in that time, I just find out I never obey the Bible words. In Jesus' great commission, they have several very important key points. The first, Jesus said, go. You need to go to share gospel. But we were wrong before. We always say, come. 
I remember every, every Sunday we encourage our church members, please invite people, come to our church. Welcome everybody to our church. Our gate is open. Bring people to our church. You know, but how difficult to invite people to, to, to the church. But Jesus said, you need to go out to find the lost. Because they are lost, they don't know where the door. We need to go out to find them. Not waiting in the church. Not waiting in the home. We need to go out to find them. The first one. The second Jesus says, share gospel to all nations. That means to share to everybody. Don't choose a person. But before, we were wrong. Every time we share gospel, we choose a person to share gospel. Even we go out to give out the gospel track. I think, oh, he's nice. Give it to him. But he doesn't like. I think maybe, oh, he doesn't like me. Maybe later. You know, we always make decisions by ourselves. We choose a person. But Jesus says, no, share gospel to everybody. I remember Jesus gave us a story. Jesus said, they have a one farmer go out sowing the seed. His farmer, he should understand which land already prepared, right? But this farmer, very strange, he sowed the seed to everywhere. Some in the dry place, some in the narrow place, some in the hard place, but some in the good soil. Can God food 30 times, 60 times, 100 times. So sowing the seed is our responsibility. Only the Holy Spirit can let the seed grow up. We need to share God to everybody. Don't choose person. Number three, Jesus said, make them be a disciple. Jesus not say, let them be my follower. Or only the name is a Christian. Or only the name is a church member. Jesus said, make them be my disciple. But what do I mean disciple? So Grace and I, we talk about the disciple, he needs to learn everything from his master to teach him until one day he also can be a master to teach other people. So give us idea. We will train everybody to become the trainer. Training for trainer. We believe every Christian even brand new believer until he can train other people so he can grow up, be a disciple. If not, only the name is a Christian only, or only it's a church member. Before, we also, we train a lot of disciple training, but our idea is totally different. We hope train you be a good Christian, good church member to follow my idea. No. Jesus said, let him be a disciple. That means disciple, he needed ready to train other people. To lead other people also become the disciple. And in Jesus' commission, Jesus said, baptize them by Father and Son and Holy Spirit name. Baptism like testimony. So we will teach everybody your own story to share Jesus' love. You know, in here it's freedom. But in China, in many other places, you are no freedom to, we're afraid to share Jesus' love, right? But uh, nobody can stop you share your story. <clears throat> Anytime you can share your story. Right? So use your story to share Jesus' love. We teach everybody, use your story. Number five, Jesus said, what I teach you, you needed to teach them. So we're not only didn't become a Christian. We're not finished our job. We need to continue to train them, to teach them, until they can train to teach other people. Let them be a disciple. So number five is teach. Number six, obey. It's once we obey, we can receive the great, great promise from our, our Jesus Lord. Jesus said, I will be with you until the end of the age. You know, before I used my own traditional way, my own experience, my own knowledge to share the gospel, we worked very hard. But many, many times when I went back home, I kneeled down, I prayed. I said, Jesus, if you're with me, the results should be more and more better results. But right now, the results are very limited, very poor. I don't understand. But right now, I just understand. Because I never obeyed Jesus' great commission. How I, can, how I can receive the promise from Jesus? Jesus. When Jesus be with us, totally different. So we, 
we write down training for trainer in our strategy plan. And we write down in the whole world, only two different kinds of person, saved and lost. For the lost person, we want to share Jesus' love with them. Let them become a Christian, then train them to become the trainer to train others. For this, all the Christian people, so saved, we immediately train them to become the trainer, be a disciple to train other people. Not only church members. Totally changed. So we write down and we begin to train everybody to become the trainer. Any new believer, immediately train them to become the trainer to train other people. All other Christian church members, we train, we train them to become the trainer in every city, every town, every place. Thank God. From the end of 2000 until the end of 2011, in our area, through our old disciple, our Christian friend, we can lead over two million people become Christian. Before, I never can thought that. Before in Hong Kong, three years, not over 200 new believers. But right now, totally different. Thank God. Then God opened the door, gave us to the whole global training. Right now, whole world, over 100 different country people use the T4T. They have me to count over 7 million people because people use the training for trainer. Train everybody become trainer, and generation by generation to train other people. Can lead a lot of people to become a Christian, become the disciple, become the trainer. Our life totally changed. So thank God. Every day we encourage our trainer to share Jesus' love. But you know, Satan never give up you. Satan still wants to attack you. You know, many people, they're scared. Many people, they, don't, they, they have no confidence to share gospel. So we give them another encouraging word, the reaching casting. We let them, to, let them to understand Heavenly Father's heart. If you really understand Heavenly Father's heart, you will have faith, you will have confidence, you will never give up to share this love with, to everybody belong to you. You know, I grew up from Taiwan. When I graduated from, I graduated from the elementary school, in that time we needed through test can get in the middle school. After test, I get in a very good middle school. But from our home to the school, I need to walk over one hour. So I hope I can get a bicycle. You know, but I understand my father in that time is a very poor pastor. My father passed in, church, in a church 28 years. But I share with you, the first 10 years, the church never increased his salary. So in that time, my family is very, very poor. I hope your church is very nice to your pastors. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, I, every day I pray. I hope I can get a bicycle. Now, there are only one week we'll start the, the, the school. I still have no bicycle. But that afternoon, when I passed my parents' room, suddenly I heard my father talk to my mom. He said, oh, in getting a very good school. I hope I can buy a bicycle gift to him. Oh, I, hold, I heard that. I'm so happy. So I, I talked to my older brother. They will give me a bicycle. He said, no, it's, it is impossible. They have no money. I said, no, they talk to mom. will give me a bicycle. Okay, we will see. So that day, after dinner, my daddy didn't tell me anything. You know, when we're sitting in our room, so I talked to my older brother, say, I will go to ask her to give me the bicycle. He said, no, 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 you don't need to go. It's, it is impossible. I said, no, I want to ask. So I go to knock my dad's door. My dad said, what do you need? I said, dad, you know, from our home to the school, very far away, hope I can get, get a bicycle. Please give me a bicycle, okay? 
And they look at me, he said, Ying, I'd love to give you a bicycle, but you know, I have no money. I cannot buy a bicycle for you. Go. I'm very sad. Come back to my room. My older brother said, see, I tell you, it's impossible, right? Don't try again, okay? But after five minutes, I talked to my older brother and said, I will try again. He said, no, I tell you, sit down. Don't try again. I said, no, because I know my dad is hard. You know, so I never give up. I won't try again. So second time, I asked a dad. But the answer is still the same. He cannot provide the bicycle gift to me. And when I went back to my home, I sit over there. But after five minutes, I talked to my older brother and said, I will try again. <laughs> so he said, I already tell you, no, you, you don't need to try. It, it is impossible. I said, no, because dad talked to my mom, will give me a bicycle. Honestly, because I know his heart. If I don't know his heart, I already give up. Right? But because I know his heart, so I never give up. I hope I can get my bicycle. The third time I went to my dad, I said, Dad, please, I don't want every morning, you know, I walk one hour to the school, every afternoon walk another hour back to home. Please give me a bicycle, even second time. I, I want a bicycle. So this time my dad tell me, okay, Ying, if you pray, we will see. I tell you, next morning I got my new bicycle. Hallelujah. You know, <laughs> so because I know his heart, so I never give up until I receive my bicycle. The same thing, if I, we understand Heavenly Father heart, we will never give up to share gospel with people relate to us. What is Heavenly Father heart? Heavenly Father, He loves you, He saved you, wants you to save all people relate to you. Heavenly Father loves you, saved you, wants through you to save all people relate to you. From Bible, we can find a lot example. From Genesis chapter 7. When God talked to Noah, prepare an ox, and also talked to Noah, share good news, give it to other people. Any person getting the ox can be saved. If not, we're dead. But finally, nobody followed him. But at least, Heavenly Father through Noah saved his whole family. So Heavenly Father loved Noah, saved him, through him saved his whole family. Thank God. Genesis chapter 19. Another person named Lot. When God will destroy that two cities because Abraham. So God sent two angels to his house. God talked to, the, the angel talked to, the, to Lot. In this city, anybody belong to you. Tell them, run away. Because tomorrow early morning, God will destroy the cities. So the Lot only think about two gentlemen already engaged with his two daughters. But unfortunately, the Bible tells us they are not, they are not trust him. They think he make joke, you know. So second early morning, I think two angels, no way. One angel holds Lot and his wife's hand. Another angel holds his two daughters' hand. Pull them out to the city. Tell them, run to the mountain. Don't turn him back. But his wife still turning back, dead over there. Finally, only Lot and the two daughters be saved. But what is Heavenly Father's heart? Heavenly Father's heart wants to save Lot through him to save all people relate to him. But he failed. He failed. You know why? I think because Lot... His testimony at home, not better than Noah. Noah shared gospel for 120 years. Nobody followed him. But the final day, he can save his whole family. But Lot at home, maybe he always liked joke, you know. So in the emergency time, he cannot save his family person. But the heavenly father heart is one to through him to save all people relate to him. So today, heavenly father heart is love us, wants to save us, also through us to save all people relate to us. But sometimes we fail because our testimony is very important at home, very important. Okay, from Joshua chapter 2, 
The lady's name is Rahab. When she saved the two spies from the Israel. So God loved her through her to save her whole family. And come to the New Testament. Mark chapter 5. When Jesus and the disciples, they crossed the sea, come to the region of the garrison over there. Suddenly have a person in demon path, one hit Jesus. But Jesus threw away all the demons from the person, right? How many demons, we don't know. But even how, how many? But Jesus has power through all the devil for this person. You know, but the village person was scared. They heard about the news. They come out. They find out totally different picture over there. Before, nobody can control this person. But right now, he's clear mind. And he wear dress and sit from Jesus. Listen from sermon. But they still were scared. So they talk to Jesus. Go, go, go. Left here. Don't stay here. When Jesus wants to laugh over there, this person talked to Jesus. My Lord, wherever you go, I will follow you. Do you think this is the best reaction for a new believer, right? When Jesus, you go anywhere, I will follow you. But what is Jesus' heart? Jesus said, no, don't follow me. Go back to your hometown. For what? Share your own story. Share your own story. Just share with other people how Heavenly Father mercy to you, how the Lord done for you. So he went back to his hometown, Dikapolis, that's 10 cities. He shared Jesus' love with everybody. If you study Bible, you will find out Jesus visited many places, people against him, and sometimes, sometimes people want to stone him. Sometimes they, they want to push him in, down the mountain. But later, Jesus visited in Dikapolis. Bible tells us people from village come out, welcome Jesus. They say, we're waiting for you for a long time. You know, because this person takes morning. You know, God Love the person of demon past. Save him and through him to save all his hometown person. Today, God loves you. Save you. Wants you to save all people relate to you. For us, it's a brand new idea. You know, this person, how long he become a Christian? Just save your minutes, right? How many training we give to them? Zero training. Even not finish one sermon for our traditional way, which we will trust him even before he had mental problem, right? But Jesus trusts him. Jesus trusts him. So any brand new believer immediately can share Jesus' love. So we encourage everybody, you know, we trust God. This Heavenly Father's heart, he loves us, saves us, through us, wants to save all people relate to us. In the book of Acts, Chapter 10, another person, another person's name is Cornelius. He's a good person. So Holy Spirit touched his heart. He invited Peter to come over to his house. So Peter gave us a testimony. Peter said, I just get in the Cornelius' house. He find Cornelius already invited all his closer friends over there. I think Cornelius already gave everybody his own testimony. So Peter said, I'm just beginning to spoken. Holy Spirit, come down. That day, Cornelius and all people related to him, all believe in Jesus. You know, God loved Cornelius. Save him, and through him, save all people relate to him. Today, God loves us, save us, wants through us to save all people relate to us. And in book of Acts, chapter 16, verse 14 and 15, only two Bible words, talk about the lady named Lydia. When Lydia became a Christian, immediately she led her whole family to become a Christian and invited Paul and Sarah to, to her house. You know, God loved Lydia, saved her through her to save all people related to her. It's the same chapter when Paul and Sarah, they are in the Philippi. 
when they throw away the demo from, from one young lady. So people catch them, hit them, put them in the jail. But Bible tells us in jail, in the midnight, they're not a complaint. They're singing to the Lord. They pray to the Lord. They pray to the Lord. And everybody in the jail listen very carefully. Only one person sleepy over there. You know whom? The police officer, right? Only him sleep over there. But once they pray to the Lord, suddenly has an earthquake. You know, Bible eight times mentioned about earthquake. Every time earthquake has very special meaning happen. Suddenly earthquake. You know, because the earthquake, the old gate is open. Their old chain is loose. Also the jailer wake up. For his idea, his experience, he thinks everybody run away. So he command one suicide. Over there it's very dark. But Paul watch everybody. He understand everybody listen to me. Only the jailer sleep over there. So Paul watch him. One when he wants to suicide, Paul tell him, don't hurt yourself. We're all here. He cannot believe. It's impossible, right? He put the light, get in. He found everybody over there. So he fell down. He said, two gentlemen, what I can do? Book of Acts, chapter 16, verse 31. It's very beautiful Bible word. Paul and Sarah talked to him. Believe in Jesus. You, you and your whole entire family will be saved. You know, when I was childhood, I studied Chinese Bible. I was misunderstanding. I think I believe in Jesus. My whole family will be saved. But when I study in the seminary, I find out the original Bible, the meaning like this. Paul and Sarah talked to him. Believe in Jesus. And you have right. You have opportunity. You have, you, you, you have uh, uh, responsibility. You need immediately lead your whole family become Christian. Let them be saved. So let's, this generally listen very carefully. So he cannot wait. Bible tells us, in midnight, he wake up all his family person. I think his family person will complain. Why you midnight you wake up us? We won't sleep, right? But he said, you know, before I already suicide. You know, if it, until tomorrow morning, only my body over there. But these two gentlemen saved my life. You know, so in, in midnight, he led Paul and Sarah to his house. Share Jesus' love with everybody. Bible tells us, in that midnight, the children and all People relate to him. They believe in Jesus. They are very joyful. You know, thank God. God loved the jailer. Save him. Through him, save all people through, through him. You know, later the Philippi church, it's how beautiful the church from the jailer's family, beginning from the family. You know, God through him to save all people here. You know, today God loves you, save you, wants you to save all people relate to you. But any person in here, we want to share Jesus' love, share the good news. Even midnight, we cannot wait. Even midnight, like the jailer, we cannot, we cannot wait. Even today, you know, Paul gave me $10 gift. $10 US dollar is good, right? It's better than nothing. But I got a $10. In midnight, I called my wife. I said, Grace, I got a $10. You know, how Grace will reply me? You crazy, Ying. You got $10. Why you midnight, you wake up me? Don't bother me. And hang up my phone, right? You know, we are mad at me, right? But today, you know, Paul gave me one million US dollar. You know, when I got one million US dollar, you know, in midnight, I called my wife. I said, Grace, I got one million. You know, how Grace will reply me? Hallelujah! Send God, right? You know, why? You know why? The value different, right? $10 or one million, totally different, right? So today, the salvation in your heart, how much value? Eternal life in our heart, how much value? It's $10 gift or like $1 million, 
thousand million. You can free them to give everybody. If you can free them to give everybody, why you need to wait? The good news, I cannot wait. Immediately, I want to share with everybody. But today, many, many Christians, we shame to share gospel. Or we think, not hurry. Tomorrow, next week, next month. I served in hospital over 20 years for the hospital chaplain. One afternoon, around 3.30, a nurse called me. He said, Pastor, we are here. We have a drug user. Right now, he's very uncomfortable. Please come over to help him, to comfort him. So I went to the war. I found over there, they have a person, 34 years old, young man, and a lot of tattoo. He's a drug user. So policemen sent him in the hospital. And right now, the drug come out. He's very uncomfortable. A lot of tears, a lot of noise. So I talk to him. He can answer me. I know he needed Jesus' love. He needed Jesus' love. But for my tradition, for, for my professional the, the knowledge, I know right now it's not a good timing. Usually we share the gospel, make, waiting for, for him more clear mind or more comfortable, we can share the gospel. Right now he's very uncomfortable. So in my heart, I know he needed Jesus, but I think right now not a good timing. So I tell him, Okay, tomorrow early morning, I will come back. You know, usually in the early morning, the drug use, their, their mind more clear. So I said, tomorrow early morning, I will come back to see you. Right now, I pray for you, okay? He said, okay. Then I pray for him. And then anytime you need, you need me, you can call nurse. Okay, then I left. Next early morning, 7 a.m., I went to the hospital, get in my office. I kneel down. I pray today, every patient, I want to visit them. After I pray, first, I get in this person, his wall. When I get over there, I found that the bed is empty. I think, oh, he transferred to another room. So I went to the nurse station. I say, hey, I want to visit that patient. You know, tell me wh- where room he transferred. I want to visit him. And the nurse helped me to look at the chart. Then he looked at me. He said, Pastor, last night he passed away. You know, suddenly, you know, my heart is very sad. Very sad. In my heart, have a voice talk to me. Ying, if one day you meet Jesus, Jesus will ask you, who, where is him right now? Yesterday afternoon, I have a chance I can share gospel. But I think tomorrow, tomorrow. But tomorrow never come back. I want to encourage you. Maybe today is the final time, the final chance we can share Jesus' love with somebody. Maybe tomorrow the chance never come back. So I encourage our trainer, encourage our other chaplains, don't miss any chance. Don't miss any chance. You know, Heavenly Father's heart, He loves us, He saves us, wants to us to save all people relate to us. You may think tomorrow, tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow never come back. I will encourage you, brothers and sisters, today is our chance. Share Jesus' love with all people relate to you. I know a person. When he was very young, he immigrated from Hong Kong to the States. When he get in the state, he said, I want to make a lot of money in the state. So he studied. If he can be a medical doctor in the state, it's good position and can make good money. So he studied very hard. 
after undergrad, he get in the medical school. After medical school, he become the medical doctor, but he's not satisfied. He said, I want to be the head of the doctor. I want to be the superintendent. So he went to study another two PhD degree. When he received another two PhD degree, he really become the superintendent of in the great Joyce Hospital in Los Angeles. Very big Joyce Hospital. He's a superintendent. And uh, under him, over 40 very famous doctors. And he only, his age, only early 40. And he's living in a beautiful, huge house and drive a beautiful car. He has three daughters. So everything, he feel very satisfied. He will satisfied, he's very satisfied for his life. But one day, the annually body healthy check, the report gave to him. The report told to him, in your liver, have a tumor. The size like golf ball that big. And already it's the final period. Even operation is no help. Your life, only six months, you will going to die. No chance. He cannot believe. He said, I'm a medical doctor. I'm a superintendent. How can it happen for me? So he sent the sample to three very famous the laboratory in the state. You know, but the report come back, the same answer. Your life, only six months. Even operation, no help. So in that day, he cannot sleep. That day, he really cannot sleep. You know, he thinks, my oldest daughter, only 16 years old, even her high school graduation, I cannot attend. What is my life? You know, so he takes recorder, want to record message, give to everybody. But he only recorded two or three sentences he put down. He said, after I die, who will listen my tape? But in that moment, suddenly he think about Jesus. He want to pray but he doesn't know how to pray. Because when he was very young in Hong Kong, he went to church. But when, when, since he moved to the States, over 20 years, he never went to church, never joined the church. So in that time, he think about Jesus. He wants to pray. He doesn't know how to pray. So he go to look his telephone record. And uh, he find out his Hong Kong church pastor number. You know, but over 20 years, he never called the pastor. But, you know, Los Angeles midnight is Hong Kong daytime, right? So he still tried to go back to Hong Kong. He tried. But unfortunately, over 20 years, the pastor never changed his telephone number so he can reach the pastor. When, when he reached the pastor, he shared his whole life, the story given to the pastor. The, the pastor listened to his story. Then the pastor led him to study Bible Psalm, chapter 103, verse 1 to 5. And the pastor shared Jesus' love with him and tell him the only way you need to repent then to God. And only God can save your life. So in the phone, again, he accepted Jesus for his Savior. He kneeled down, prayed with the pastor together. When he came up the phone, he felt very peaceful. He cannot wait. In midnight, he wake up his wife. He said, you know, I can provide you everything you need. But you know, most important thing is eternal life. I never share with you. Tonight, I got the eternal life. I cannot wait. I want to share with you. So in that midnight, he let his wife become a Christian. And they, they both think cannot wait. So wake up three daughters, eight years old, 12 years old, and 16 years old daughter. They say, why, Dad, why you wake up us? You know, Dad share with them, you know, I can provide you study very good private school. Anything you need, I can provide to you. But you are dead. I will lose my life very soon, you know. But tonight, I got an eternal life. I never share with you. I cannot wait. So I, I need to share the eternal life for you, everybody. So in that night, they let the whole family become a Christian. Five persons, they hold their hands, kneel down in the living room, pray together. They're very happy. 
when they stand up, the second daughter, only 12 years old, ask her daddy, said, Dad, you tell us Jesus loves us, right? He said, yes. I think Jesus also more loves you. You know, we pray for you. You just make the, the schedule, do the surgery. We pray for you. Jesus will help you. So everybody kneel down. Pray for, for the daddy. The second morning, Dr. Xu Zhiwei went back to the hospital, make an appointment. After one week, they have five very good doctors have helped Dr. Xu Zhiwei do the surgery. But during the surgery, they cannot find the tumor. They only can find a gap on the liver. So they say, it's a miracle. Jesus is already done for you. You're healthy, totally healthy. So thank God, when Dr. Xu Zhiwei totally recovered, he resigned from medical doctor. He resigned from the superintendent. He went to Vancouver, studied region seminary. Until today, he's still serving in the seminary. He's the department head of a China mission department head. He sent a lot of missionaries to the China. So God loved Dr. Xu Zhiwei and saved him and through him loved his whole people relate to him. Today, God loves you save you, wants through you to save all people relate to you. If you really trust this Heavenly Father heart, you will never give up. You trust God. God will through you to save all people relate to you. Today, I will request you. Today, you need to do that. Tomorrow, you will not do this. Today, you make the name list. Any person belong to you. Your family person, your relative, your neighbor, your good friend, anybody, you know them. If they are non-Christian or they are very far away from the Heavenly Father, write down their name for your name list. And another name list, all your Christian friends. And write down your story. You can use Facebook or your email or your telephone text or any way. You can send your story or your phone. Talk, share with them story. You know, God gave those persons belong to you. God loves you, wants you to serve all people relate to you. This January, when Grace and I were training in Stuttgart, German, very big church, the big gospel church, they have 4,000 church members, the gospel form, the church, whole church received the T4T training. And uh, also the, the pastor invited 1,300 German pastors from the whole German came to here, received the T4T training. When I shared the Heavenly Father heart, I just finished, I just finished. One young minister ran to the stage. He said, Pastor Ying, may I share with you? I said, okay. He said, when you share Heavenly Father heart. He loves us, saves us, wants through us to save all people relate to us. But I think about, how about my older brother? My older brother is a non-Christian. He's a nice person, but he not believe in Jesus. Every time I call my older brother, we talk very good, very good conversation. But once I mention about Jesus, immediately he said, thank you, bye-bye, hang up the phone. He said, God, if this is your heavenly father, it's your heart. How is my oldest brother? Answer me. Answer my prayer. I know it's, it's your heart. So I think, you know, later I will call my older brother again. But when I listen to your message, I cannot wait. Actually, I sit over there. I pick up from my phone. I call my brother. 
you know. I just called my brother. My brother just answered me. He said, Benjamin. I said, yes. Then my brother said, you want to share Jesus with me again? He said, sure. He said, okay, I'm listening. Please. So I can share my story with my brother. You know, God opened his heart. I can plant the seed in his heart. Thank God. You know, he immediately gave the testimony. You know, like those testimonies in the whole global, everywhere, everywhere. You know, because it's Heavenly Father's heart. Heavenly Father loves you, saves you, wants you to save all people relate to you. When, when we're training over there, they have a factory worker. When he received Jesus, he's very happy. He won't call his father. He said, Father, I want to share with you about Jesus. The father said, hey, don't talk, don't talk to me about God. If, we talk, if you talk to me about God, let's come in Chinese New Year. You don't need to come back home. I have no son like you. you know. He's very sad. But when he heard about it, we share about Heavenly Father. Huh? So every day, he put his father's name over there for his name list. He said, Heavenly Father, this is your heart. I trust you. You saved me, wants me to save my father. He said he, he, he wants to prepare in Chinese New Year. Still want to go, go back home to share Jesus, Jesus love with them. But one day when he waiting the bus, he said, I cannot wait. So I pick up my phone, call my daddy. You know, my daddy just answered the phone. He just said, say, say, Papa. Daddy said, you want to talk about God again? He said, yes. He said, okay, I'm listening. Where it change? Once your prayer, we trust Heavenly Father's heart, God changed everything. He can, so he can lead his father become a Christian. And from his father, they lead the whole family become, become a Christian. You know, that's Heavenly Father's heart. Love you, save you, wants you to save all people relate to you. If we obey from Jesus' great commission, and we understand Heavenly Father's heart, Holy Spirit will be work with us. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your soul love us. You gave us your love. You saved us. And you also, you also promise us you will be with us. And you will through us to save all people relate to us. Thank you. Thank you so much. During our prayer, I will ask people, everybody here, you really trust God. You really trust it's Heavenly Father's heart. He loves you, save you, wants through you to save all people relate to you. If you really want to trust Heavenly Father's heart, you want to listen, name list, and share your story, give to them. You will see what happened. If you really want to do today, you want to do today, please raise your hand. We will pray for you, okay? Anybody, today you want to list your name and share story, give to them. Thank you. And another person? Any other person? Raise your hand. Okay, we will pray for you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. And Pastor Paul, can you pray for us? Okay. So anybody, you trust God. It's Heavenly Father's heart. And uh, love you, wants through you to save all people relate to you. You really want to share Jesus' love with them. We can stand up and Pastor Paul can pray for us. Okay. Jesus. We just thank you. Thank you for this message to awaken our hearts, to awaken our minds to the value of the gift that we have. God, stir us up um, with excitement um, for what you might do today when we trust your heart, when we ask for you to be at work in power, for you to draw all of those that you have connected with us into your kingdom um, today, Lord. Inspire us with, with what of our story to share, um, what it was like before we knew you, 
um, what it has been like now that we know you and that invitation, that glorious invitation that is open to every single person that might listen and believe. God, be at work. Give us stories, stories that we would never have dreamed possible um, that we can come back and share with each other. Lord, help us to be faithful, to be obedient today. Don't let us be, protect us from distraction. Lord, don't let us walk out and, and get consumed with the worries and, and all of the ways that Satan might try to distract us. Lord, be with us in your holy power. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message from Parkview Church in Iowa City, Iowa. Parkview's mission is to love God, love others, and serve the world. If you live in the Iowa City area, we invite you to join us in person for services every weekend. You can get service times and directions, download messages, and get news and information about Parkview Church by visiting www.parkviewchurch.org. You can also contact us by phone at 319-354-5580 or write to us at Parkview Church, 15 Foster Road, Iowa City, Iowa, 52245.